Hello and welcome. It's Monday and it's Motivational Monday by Jim and Lucy. Today we talk about success because we all like to build our success. We dream about building our success, but uh, there is a lot of there are a lot of secrets and tools that we can utilize. And we actually each and every one of us need a lot of help. And today's guest is able to help you build really meaningful success. Welcome, Rob Cook. Hello, Rob. Hello, Lucy. Thanks so much for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure having you. So let's start from you telling us how you help others to start working and building that something and what exactly success is for different kinds of people. Yeah, no, that's a great question. So I guess I can start with the first question, which is how do I do that? The short answer is I try to do that through two different means in my own life. The first one is I have a podcast called Contenders Wanted, where I interview successful individuals and we try and parse out what are the things that made them successful in their stories. We try and focus on kind of those inflection points in their own journeys where they went from contender to champion, I guess you could say, in their own lives as they're trying to pursue meaningful success. Um, the second way that I do that is part of success is always financial, right? We don't want money is not the end all be all and it doesn't solve all of our problems, but we don't want money to be a problem for us. And so by day, I actually work at a software company that's developed some software to help financial advisors be more effective and be able to get good financial advice into the hands of more people uh, through the advisors that, that are trying to help them. So that's kind of the two different ways in which I try and do that. Well, that's impressive. Uh, that's interesting you mentioned it because we often hear that money is not the most important thing. We shouldn't, you know, be too stressed or focus on money but we know well if you want to live in a good apartment right so you want to be able to pay for good apartment for good furniture mm -hmm. you want to go to a nice place for lunch with your family you want to go to a nice vacation and if happens something happened in your family someone gets sick you want to be able to pay for good medical care, right yeah so yeah money means a lot and Thank you for pointing out because we often hear, no, don't worry about money, focus on your mindset. So how does that thing correlate in your work, mindset and financial planning? Well, in my opinion, they're interconnected. Life is both an inner and an outer game. And so we might as well not ignore one of them at the expense of the other. If we pretend like success and well, if we just go with financial success, let's just use that here in the context of this conversation. If we just pretend like financial success is just a mindset game, then you're going to be in your head more often than you should be to go out there and then put the tactical things into play to actually create the monetary success that'll enable you to do all the other things that are probably more meaningful in your own life. Um, in my opinion, they're not mutually exclusive, they're interconnected. So we run the risk of focusing on one or the other. And it's kind of like, um, I don't know what's the a perfect analogy here, but you're only as strong as your weakest link, right? Like you're thinking like a, a big, strong chain. And when it comes to success and finances, there is the outside game and the inner game. So whichever is the weakest, that's the thing that's going to hold you back. So you have to improve both of them. Yes, you need to know how on a tactical basis. You need to have specific tools and strategies and things to put into place to be able to create financial success. But if you don't have the inner game to back those things, then you'll become, become self-sabotaging. You'll be your own worst enemy. 
um, and you will effectively constantly be hitting that glass ceiling. So yeah, you have to have both in order to be able to reach any form of meaningful success in your life. Well, absolutely. That's great advice. So meaningful success, when we talk about levels, well, we know we want something and we don't even know yet, maybe when we're 20 years old, if there's a success that we want, if there's some ultimate goal, but we want like good car badly, or that good career, good job badly, or a good house, the family. What is that ultimate meaningful success? Is it something that evolves for each and every one of us? Is it something that evolves because of external or internal factor? And from your experience, how does it work with your clients? Well, that's the short answer is yes. It varies per person. <laughs> um, I don't think, I think it would be a bit preposterous if I were to attempt to say, this is the only definition of success. I think I have my own version of success, but there's a reason why I call it meaningful success. Um, I think that it's very easy for us to get distracted by other people's definitions of success. It's very easy for us to run after the next shiny object because it might get us what we think we might want. But at the end of the day, when it comes to success and being able, in my opinion, success is being able to look ourselves in the mirror at the end of the day and know ourselves and know what does success mean to me? What does that life even look like? And what does it look like even in the pursuit of that life? Um, because in my opinion, if even if we know clearly, okay, maybe 20 years down the road, I have this big goal that I want to accomplish something. But if we lose a lot of the other things along the way, because that path that we took to get there just destroyed our relationships or destroyed our health or destroyed whatever is very meaningful to you, then no matter, no end goal is worth it. Um, so I don't know, that, that, that would be my response to that question. I, I feel like it's impossible for me to say, okay, this is success. I think it depends on every single person and on their life and what's important to them. But to be able to even answer that question for each of us, we have to know ourselves well enough. Well, I completely agree with you. And whenever I hear someone saying, I know what success is, you need you just need this or just do this that you will be happy successful with everything i think there are just too many layers to uh personality to our lives to our surroundings and to actually what we want because oftentimes especially probably about 10 five years ago we heard that okay get up move up from your career you don't have to pack groceries home all the time, all your life, or 10 years in a row, or you don't have to uh, work as a janitor. Well, what's wrong with working as a janitor? If someone's happy doing that job, that's a great job. That's a great input yeah. into community. I, I agree that it should be just as valuable as anything else, right? I agree. Okay, so what will be your tips to finding that specific something, that direction toward the meaningful success? Well, the first thing that I would do, um, maybe I'll provide two potential tips, things that you could do to try and point yourself in the direction of meaningful success. The first one is we have to figure out what does meaningful success even look like for ourselves? And I think the most effective way to do that is to write what you call a legacy letter. 
Now, for those who may not be familiar with that, what a legacy letter is, is that you pretend as if you're at the end of your life and you're writing a letter to yourself, like almost your, your memoir, your, um, your eulogy, however you want to describe, maybe it's a letter to a family member describing the most important things that have happened in your life, but you're putting yourself at the end of your journey. Maybe you say, I want to put myself at the end of a, you know, a 20 year time period. Cause I'm, you know, I'm thinking in 20 year chunks, or maybe you put yourself at the very end of your life, maybe 60, 70 years from now. Okay, great. What do you hope will have happened? What type of person do you want to have become? What are the relationships you want to have developed? What are the, the professional successes you hope you will have accomplished? Because what that does is it helps you establish the goalposts at least to some extent, and then really focus on what's most important. Because especially if we put it in the context of death, <laughs> this sounds a bit morbid, but it really does kind of flush out those things that really are pretty superficial. Like, oh yeah, I want to have a bunch of money. But as you reach the end of your life and you realize, you know, I'm not really going to do much with that money. Okay, so then what actually would be important to me at the very end? Okay, great. Well, sometimes money is most important to you. And that's okay. There's no judgment here on my part. I'm just saying it will flush out those things that are most important to you. If you think in that context, once you have that, I would then come back to your present today and look at your calendar. Step two is saying, are my actions on a daily basis going to get me to where I want to go? And maybe you need to deconstruct that. Like we're talking about, maybe if you go to end your life, then go 10 years out from now, or, you know, say 25 years and then 10 years and then five years and three years. And at the end of the year to some version of that and kind of back into what does that look like if I'm making progress towards those things. And then look at your calendar over the course of a week or a month or whatever it might be and say, are the things that I'm actually spending time doing leading to those outcomes that are most important to me? So let's, let's take a simple example here. Let's say at the, you write your legacy letter and at the end of it, you talk about how your family relationships meant so much to you and you had so many wonderful experiences together, but you look at your calendar and you realize that you work 80 hour weeks. You might be married. Maybe you have a kid or two, but they only see you maybe an hour a day. And when they do see you for that hour, you're pretty disconnected because you're still thinking about other things. Are you actually doing the things today that will lead to that? Because life is not made at the, in the ninth inning. It's not made in the fourth quarter. It's made in the individual plays every single day. It's made in the moment right now. So if we don't align what we're doing now with what we hope to achieve in the future, we'll never get there. I think the best way to do that is just look at your calendar because your calendar will tell you exactly what you prioritize and exactly what you actually feel is most important in your life right now. That's a great advice. Thank you very much. I'm pretty sure each and every one of our listeners right now thinking about it. And I encourage you to go and do it today. Don't put it off for to, even for tomorrow, even for later today. Do it right now because it's something that will help you become even happier to create something that really worth something for you, not for somebody else, right? And that's the ultimate goal. So our dear listeners, uh, go to Rob's website. You can find his podcast and you can contact him, talk to him. It's contenderswanted.com. You can find link in the description to this episode. Rob, thank you very much for joining us. It was very inspirational advice and very deep thinking is going to be expected from our listeners this week. Well, thank you, Lizzie. I appreciate the invitation. Thank you very much.
This is Motivational Monday by, by Jim, Jim and Lucy. Lucy. Follow our podcast. And check out our website, jimandlucywoods.com.